0: provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every 1st and 3rd Wednesday of the month at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom for brave, vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration, visit ProjectSanctus.com Exploring the healing and culture building practices of embodied anti racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of With Love and Justice for All. This is episode 48, Final Fantastic Voyage and Other Headlines. I am Reverend Ogan Holder here with my partner in crime and consciousness, Reverend Kelly. How are you doing today, Reverend Kelly?
1: I'm doing pretty good. It's actually good to be talking about. There's a lot in the headlines that uh, so much to talk about. There is so much. And for me, I'm glad that this is today because I'm in this recovery mode from knee surgery, had a serious workout and physical therapy this morning. So it's nice to be focusing on some other things and a bunch of things because I have the attention span of a nap. All righty. <laughs> How's that? That's perfect. I know you didn't ask for all that. But. That's
0: perfect. No, 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 no. I when I when I ask people how they're doing, I really wanna, I really wanna know. Yeah. I really, I really wanna know. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad you're in your, your PT, your recovery. That's awesome. Um, I don't, I don't have such a um, uh, what is it um, empathetic, empathetic, sympathetic t- tale to tell. Um, other oh. than, you know, today was leg day at the gym, and uh. I don't like leg day, and I'm glad I'm sitting down now, and that's all I gotta say about that so uh let's (laughs) get on to the with the show we are here to have conversations around embodied anti-racism dismantling oppression fostering liberation and we discuss the special challenges that arise for spiritual seekers and spiritual communities we drop two episodes a week um and on fridays we kind of take a look at the uh Headlines, maybe not the obvious ones that uh, that you might have missed during the week, connected to the work that we do here. Uh, I want to start by giving a big thank you to everyone who subscribed and and listens to the show. And I dug deep into the uh, metrics of our show. It turns out we are international. Like I've always, of suspected course, we it. are. I've always suspected it, but now I got proof. Uh, of course, the majority's right. majority of our listeners come from the good old U.S. and A. But we've got listeners in Ukraine, in Brazil, in Canada, in Ireland, in Japan. So uh, shout uh-huh. out to you all. Thank you wherever you are, however you're listening. We appreciate it. The Brazil listener is probably my brother, so I'll give him a shout oh. out. But I doubt. I doubt.
1: <laughs> I'm going to guess some of the Canada <laughs> listeners
0: are Unity folks. Could be. I mean, they might maybe. all be Unity folks. I don't know. They may not be. Yeah, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. Is there Unity in Japan?
1: I don't think so, but okay. maybe someone you know is working over there. I don't maybe.
0: know. Maybe, or or maybe not. Uh, what we do? Maybe.
1: It's well, just exciting.
0: It is, and what we know is anti-rism, anti-rism, anti-racism. I can talk. <laughs> Slow down, Ogan. Anti-racism and dismantling white right supremacy is indeed a global endeavor. So I'm sure Absolutely. this is why all these folks are listening to the systems show. Systems of
1: oppression, yeah. Systems of oppression operate everywhere.
0: So. exactly and i could be wrong but i'm looking at all these countries and they may have one thing in common that they were once oppressed uh colonized by other countries ukraine, well certainly the british commonwealth uh yeah ukraine ukraine's going through their stuff now uh yeah. brazil canada Ireland, japan so maybe maybe that's it maybe they can all relate um as well um so before we jump in we got some announcements uh reverend kelly's we got a do. few
1: yeah, we do. Um, we have a bunch of headlines to cover and a bunch of little announcements. If you want to join in the conversation, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Get Our Holy On. That's our handle, the at symbol Get Our Holy On. And you can, so right now, if you're listening right now, we're streaming live to Facebook and you can, you know, if you want to comment in the chat, you can always call and leave a message. We have a phone number, 413 Get Holy. 413 Get Holy. We have started last week, we started our um, uh, our do our 846 book club nonfiction. We had taken a bit of a hiatus and we are uh, diving into a book. It's called Do the Work by uh, comedian W. Kamau Bell and activist Kate Schatz. And we started uh, last Tuesday night um, and it's from seven to nine Eastern. It's a phenomenal book. It's an it's an activity book. It's not yes. There's things to read, but it's it's wholly experiential and activities. And there's enough activities to keep you busy for a long time. The um, you can join at any time. Go to our website, ProjectSanctus.com, and and look under the, the events and services, and you can um, find the link to join. Next week, it's going to be on Tuesdays till November 1st, except for next week. <laughs> the, uh, by, next, by week next week is week. just Monday. Yeah, oh, by next week, sorry. Let's yes, give, let's I give mean a date. October. You know. <laughs> Normally, if we were doing every Tuesday, it would be October, October 4th. Uh, 4th,
0: so it's going to be October third on Monday. It's going to be
1: October third, just for yeah. just for the one week, and uh, just because um, we're busy. We for have, c- and what we're busy with is um, uh, we are cause, presenting. Cause,
0: let's be honest, because we're poor planners.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because we're busy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, you know, last two days ago on podcast, I, know, I, I know. was getting dogged on for telling the truth. Now, <laughs> apparently, Friday says we take turns. Friday is my up. day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're our planning challenges and being busy is because next week we are presenting at Unity Eastern Regional Conference um, about conscious anti-racism and moving from past to present to future. Um, you can go to, you can Google Unity Eastern Region Conference and find it and register uh, and join us. There's also our final Fiction book club is meeting on October 27th, and the book is How the One Armed Sister Sweeps Her House, another fabulous book. And this author, we've so we had, I think, five one per month for the last five months, our fiction book club, and every book was um, a black woman author. And this next one, our final one, I believe, Ogan, she's uh, not just a woman, a black woman, but from Barbados.
0: Represent from your
1: home. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, And then finally, we do have a um, a three-part workshop coming up at the end of October, October 20, 21, 22. It's three days from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern each day. And it's on intersectionality, intersectionality, why a new prism is needed. And uh, if you're not familiar with what intersectionality is, it's that it's these uh, aspects of our social identity like race and religion or sexual identity and able bodiedness there are elements of our social identity that intersect that um that uh yeah so that's we're going to and we need to take a look at that and we need to take a deeper dive into that and to see how all the the elements the facets of our identity and of our lived experience come together in order to understand You know, the systems of oppression and racism and to dismantle it. And that's again October 20, 21, 22. You can go to our website to see more about that and register. And we are, we have provided the, uh, we're practicing some economic justice with that um, workshop. So there are three different levels of payment that we're offering, depending on um, your, your financial situation. And of course, we never want money to be the reason not to join us. So We've we've provided a link to get in touch with us if none of the the options we've offered work within your um, financial landscape.
0: And you don't have to prove it. You don't have to prove your financial situation. We are going on the honor system here. Okay, so you trust us and we'll trust you uh, as well. So please do check it out all that at Projectsangus.com. One more thing. This is a save to date for Saturday, November 12th. We're going to be doing a play shop called Love and Rage. Uh, because um you know there's there's many of us are so angry about the world on fire um, and and we and we can get stuck in a rage, but and and also, um, the flip side of that is, uh you know many new thought and many spiritual communities kind of you know give anger a bad rap and we're not supposed to be angry and somehow if we get angry it's a failing of our spiritual practices and this takes a this 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 redefines our relationship with anger puts it in the proper perspective it's not a bad thing um and and it really kind of leads us to a deeper sense of, of love and a deeper sense of wholeness and it's integral to the decolonization of ourselves and the world as well. So mark the date, November 12th. We can get registration up for that soon. Um, and that will be on Saturday. It's an all
1: day thing too. So if you're to mark the date, yeah, mark the whole day.
0: 10 to 530 Eastern time. Of course, we'll give you time for lunch. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Um hey, we're busy. No wonder I'm tired. We are busy. I know. No wonder we planned poorly. Let's let's remember we got stuff on those dates we just announced, okay? Yes, yes. Let's do that. Uh jumping in the news. Um, we gotta start with a little bit of tribute. Uh as we mentioned our show title, Final Fantastic Voyage and homage to uh perhaps one of the greatest artist rappers of our generation, Coolio. You must have heard by now, Uh, Coolio passed away on September 28th, two days ago, Uh, cause of death still unknown officially, but uh, Coolio was instrumental in, in the mid nineties, late nineties of bringing uh, really allowing hip hop to blow up the hit that he's known for gangsters paradise. It won a Grammy award on YouTube. It hit, and this is this is a testament to the enduring the enduring legacy and relevance of that song and of Coolio. It hit a billion YouTube views <gasps> just this year.
1: <laughs> like in oh July gosh. of this
0: year. This year in July it hit a billion views, right? So all this time people still tune in to watch it. I just uh was playing it on Spotify uh yesterday and it's got a billion plays on Spotify. So, you know, um, rest in peace, rest in power, Coolio. And if you have some time, just go listen to some of his music. Um, its you, you'll, you'll be moved by it. It's very prophetic. It's it's amazing. Um, opening lines of gangster's paradise as I walk through the valley of, shadow of death. I take a look at myself and know there's not much left. I'm paraphrasing. I think mm. that's what it is. So it's really this idea, again, of just. You know, he's speaking to his his um, uh, violent, challenging, difficult upbringing um, yeah. in L.A., but it's really an invitation to us all to go like we don't. And he was fifty nine, y'all, fifty nine years I old. I know, I know. So young, so you know, we we're not promised tomorrow. So how you living today is really the invitation. So
1: well, and and yeah. I, I just want to say for for white folks. Uh, who are, who may not be familiar with, you know, this music genre and often I hear, um, uh, you know, have listened to it and it's just noise. Like where's the melody, you know, and, or, or other things. And, and, you know. um, Are they still
0: saying that really?
1: Yes. Oh my God. Yes, there are people. Well, you may not hear it, but when it, and not, well, and not, I don't think as much, and I still hear it. um, And I still watch people turn the volume down when, you know, something, um, you know, hip hop or rap or, or just something that is just outside the comfort zone that never been introduced to. And so my invitation is to go listen to it. Let yourself be uncomfortable. Listen to the, to the words there. What did you just say? Oh, gonna, prophetic.
0: Yeah. And I don't think they yeah. can be too uncomfortable with Gangsters Paradise. I mean, it 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 was a massive crossover hit. Yeah. Um, it propelled the movie because it came out of the movie um, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, right. And um, it's if you recognize the hook, he's he's sampling um, Stevie Wonder's pastime paradise, who in case you didn't know when Coolio first said, I want to sample this. Stevie Wonder was like, no. No, because because at the time, Coolio was more uh, doing um, heavier, more violent uh, gangster style rap and Stevie Wonder's like, I don't want to be associated with that. So Coolio went back, changed a lot of the lyrics um, and shifted it to make it um, 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 more provable for Stevie Wonder to do it. And if and if you want to know how endearing and legendary this song is, you know, who did a. You know who did a, a their own version of this who? <laughs> weird Al Yankovic. Oh, did, I think did he's Amish Paradise. Everybody's uh, oh, yes, he did yes. Amish Paradise. So he did a cover of a cover.
1: Yes, but he <laughs> assembled a weird version. He's done a weird version of everybody's
0: he he, he has. Did you know the movie yeah. coming out with uh, about him starring Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> listen since harry potter daniel radcliffe just doesn't care anymore he's like i will i right. will do everything and he has well, done everything
1: <laughs> well he's how do you get yourself out of a harry potter
0: you know yeah. a box harry yeah, potter he, box he's, he's uh, definitely yeah. not being typecast right. for any working reason. hard not to oh, be oh my god it's so good um all right let's get on to some other sad news but for totally different reasons um I think we mentioned uh, last time we spoke, I think I remember talking about it here, or maybe not. I don't know, we talked about uh, governor, Virginia governor, Glenn Youngkin, um, decided to reverse policy and say that um, um, public school children um, must use the restroom that corresponds with their biological birth assignment, not their their, uh, identity. Um, So in other words, we don't like trans people. And um, in protest, Virginia high school students uh, walked out. Um, uh, Oakton High School, for example, in Vienna, which is very close to where I'm broadcasting from, um, 200 over 200 students had uh, walked out in protest. There was 50 out of Church High School. They're just all over all over Virginia. 200 out of Langley High School in McLean, by 11 a.m., a 1,000 students had walked out in classes, from classes um, around the state. Um,
1: And and being organized through Pride Liberation Project. Yes. Um, Knowing,
0: knowing, I'm gonna make an assumption and uh, maybe someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but knowing how Virginia is made up, probably mostly Northern Virginia schools, because, Mm-hmm. Uh, the Northern sliver of Virginia outs, Virginia is the South. It is a red state, but that's, that sliver in the North right next to DC, uh, the DC suburbs of Virginia is generally more populous and more progressive at the same mm-hmm. time. But I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. I have no idea, um, if that truly is the case for the whole state. And, um, this is a fairly local cause it came out of the Washington post. They do, you know. International, national coverage, of course, but um, I think this article was more centered um, locally in the DC area. But you know what? Good for y'all. Good for y'all. Once again, or um, Republican administration not listening to the people who their policies affect the most. So.
1: Well, and I, it's um, you know it says partway through, through the article that um, Youngkin and his supporters of the policy have said that this policy would ensure that parents are involved um, and restore parental rights over their children's education.
0: Yeah, cool. Were they taken away? <laughs> well, that's code for what's that? That's code for is uh the parents who are in those places of privilege and power you know when we when we look up when me pull up that social location chart the ones who are predominantly white and christian and heterosexual and yeah are are uh, and the ones who are simply afraid of anything outside of their norm are the these are the same ones crying crt these are the same ones banning yes. books. these are right. yeah those are those are the those seem to be the only parents that um, Republican legislatures seem to think are worthy of being heard. Uh, you those know, and are not and the only parents
1: and and not really giving students enough credit. Like they're not stupid. No. Like they're they know that pushing this parental rights, so to speak, is is just pushing a political agenda. Yes. Um, you keep doing this, and many of them yeah. are not far away from eighteen to vote.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, exactly, exactly. It's all political stunting, um, and and it's deplorable. Um, and and speaking of folks um, in the LGBTQ plus community, um, a recent study suggests not suggests a recent study states that um, um, over half of the folks in the LGBTQ community. Identifies as bisexual and they don't feel don't feel safe coming out at work um mm. they are still being um harassed they are grown ass adults this breaks my heart um so 57 percent um of LGBTQ Americans identify as bisexual and bisexuality is such a vast spectrum Um,
1: I was just gonna say
0: there's there's multiple definitions for that right exactly exactly it is it is it is vast so but again this is self-identification um and um 15 percent of Gen Z adults um identify as bisexual but they're more likely than gay and lesbian employees to change their appearance of work to cover their sexual um, orientation. And bisexual men, when they're out, are more likely to experience verbal and physical harassment while on the job. They're more likely to be closeted at work. 60% of out bisexual men have reported physical, verbal, or sexual harassment at work, according to the Williams Institute, compared to 48% of gay men and 30% of bisexual women. All all that's bad, but, yeah. but here we are. Um, in 2022 and 60 percent of, of, of bisexual men reporting physical verbal or sexual harassment at work
1: which is staggering staggering it's staggering you know you're 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 less likely to be abused if you identify as a gay man
0: um
1: because i think and even they, that's bad yeah, you know 50 yeah. percent of them
0: yeah yeah but that's that's bad too because i think there's a uh you know, is it is it fair to say that there's been more of a, a an acceptance um, because there was that there there was more of that, like binary ideas, you're straight or yes. you're gay. Yeah. Straight or yes. You're gay. So now yes. we've accepted. OK, Gay. yeah, no, it's
1: not. It's right. So so it's not just so we went from binary. There's men, there's women, right? right? There's male, there's female. Um, and then we managed to part of us anyway. Managed to get to okay, new binary, straight, new binary. gay, right? And no, so this if you say if you say bisexual, well, wait, you don't yeah. fit in a binary box. You that's
0: don't fit in the accepted binary.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. We need exactly. you to do this, be this way or this way. Um, and yet, it's there's only thirty percent of bisexual women are you know report yeah. the abuse. So it's um it's it's still uh there's still some binary thing going on there so bisexual men and bisexual women right you're better mm-hmm. off being a bisexual woman uh in terms of abuse better off is not the right word but yeah.
0: couple couple more couple more stats here uh 21% of the 1086 lgbtq plus professionals polled by linkedin in may said they're not open about their sexual orientation or gender identity in the workplace. Among those who are not out, 33% said they're closeted at work to avoid workplace discrimination based on their identity, like microaggression and name calling. I mean, what the fuck? Are we? Are we? What are we? 11? Come on. 24% said they don't want their sexual orientation and gender identity to affect their career advancement. Yep. and 23 said they don't feel sharing identity due to anti-lgbtq bills being introduced in states across the country so basically grown-ass adults still have to hide who they are yeah in the masking in 2022
1: uh ugh. i still can't i still find my brain and i could be just slow or childlike or something i i but part there is a part of my brain that goes why do you care so much what someone else is doing yes like really why do you care
0: it's not your what business. impact
1: it's not your business and what impact does it have on your life not a fucking single
0: thing and in a workplace um <laughs> the, the, you know just whether whether or not where you land on the this is okay or not okay again doesn't matter but then it becomes about job performance is this person doing their job period right yeah is doing the job period um and uh and and
1: it's going and not being able to so being at such a high risk for for name call right how old are we name calling and abuse physical mental emotional whatever um by not being able to be authentic at work is going to impact your performance because it's exhausting. It's going to wear you down um, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, just by having to put, you know, protect your identity and not be who you are, and be sure to, you know, what clothes am I wearing today, or how am I make doing my hair, or whatever. Um, it's yeah. just concealing who you are is it affects the well being. An individual's well-being, which is going to impact their job performance.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, and, hey. and workplaces need to step up and address those um aggressions and those discriminations. Um and, I unless, to, I, and everybody the, around them, and sometimes they're the perpetrators of them as well. Speaking of speaking of workplace perpetrators of shady nonsense, Wells Fargo. Oh, they're back yeah. in the news and not for good reasons so if you remember uh, Wells Fargo in 2018 um, well even um, before that they were you know part of the whole predatory loan thing but in 2018 um, the Department of Labor filed a lawsuit against them alleging that it kept black and female employees from applying for better paying jobs yeah this court was uh, this case was settled for eight million which is really nothing yeah. Compared to how much they make, they made 78 billion in 2021. So, 8 million is nothing. Now, now they're back in the news for more shady nonsense. They've been accused of interviewing minority candidates that they had no intention of hiring. So, um, some senators, of course, Democratic senators, uh, sent a letter recently to uh, Wells Fargo CEO. Um, to express concerns about reports that more and more reports they're getting that Wells Fargo has been um, having fake interviews with minority candidates. So the letter claims that Wells Fargo, and this is uh, quoted in the street.com, the letter claims that Wells Fargo hiring managers interview minorities even after a position has been filled in order to suggest that it is working towards a more diverse workforce, as well as the boost. Its own diversity statistics.
1: <sighs> well, they just at the be at just and just a few weeks ago, Wells Fargo closed accounts of um, adult entertainment industry people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, claiming claiming that their accounts were "quote unquote" high risk,
0: which is hilarious for a lot. Of, so a while back, they were also in trouble for opening accounts without people's permission. Now yeah. they're now they're closing accounts. <laughs> Um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they're saying that the uh, adult, what is it, adult entertainers are high risk Yeah. Thing, uh, are you seeing how much money people are making on OnlyFans? Come on now, I know. I know. seriously. So I've been told. Um. So. <laughs> uh, not from personal experience, but I'm told. <laughs> so I heard. I heard on the street.
1: Right, right, yeah. A
0: her, a her. I don't
1: well why why if it's why would you again, why would you care? It's not illegal. Why would you care?
0: And also, not to
1: mention that yes, pe- some people make an enormous amount of money. Wells Fargo, every bank uses your money and makes oodles on it.
0: And and you know, let's just call out the outright racism for what it is. You yeah. want you want you want the credit for Increasing your diversity, um, what is it? What, I want to read the correct quote here. Uh, diversity statistics. So you want to you want the credit for for boosting diversity statistics without actually increasing diversity. So basically, we don't want to hire black and brown folks, and we don't want to hire more women. We just want more white men in our offices or wherever in higher positions. Um, higher managerial and executive positions.
1: Well, in, uh, in closing yeah. accounts that someone's been, you know, for 30 years, they've had an account at Wells Fargo Yes, or they've, they've had an account for 20 years and they've been out of the business for over 10 yes. and get accounts closed.
0: Yes. Um. Yeah. I got, yeah. So I don't know. Don't open an account with Wells Fargo. I no, guess. no, or, I or, don't, you know, they're well, shady
1: business practices.
0: Shady, but yeah. Shady, shady, shitty and shady. Shady and shady. Um, shady and shady, yeah. and um, in other in other um, employment news, uh, September 21st, this was last week, marks mm-hmm. Black Women's Equal Pay Day, the day of the year on which the median earnings of a working Black woman will have caught up to the medium 2021 annual earnings of a non-Latino white man. So basically it's, uh, you know, so we know, we know, you know, minorities and women in general make less uh, like uh, make less than men in equal paying positions. So, for example, every every dollar uh, a non-Latino white man makes um there is um white woman makes 83 cents on the dollar um an asian american or pacific islander makes 75 cents black woman makes 58 cents native american 50 cents um a latina makes 49 cents uh on that on that dollar so basically this is how long it takes for them to make that equivalent Dollar. it takes nine months and last year last year it was august 3rd this year they decided to account for part-time workers as well which then even made the statistic even worse why did they include uh part-time workers um when they're talking about pay equity for black women um because black women disproportionately hold the types of jobs that pay the okay. least and have the least amount of benefits sick time and caregiver leave again rooted um in racial discrimination not education because that pay gap again all things being equal education um women and minorities are still being hired less um so yeah so so
1: yeah including seasonal workers part-time you know employees um it is going to give a more holistic view.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know how you cannot, you know. So I'm not surprised it takes longer. You know, another, another, you know, month and a half. Yeah, or along with the patriarchy. Last year. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Um and um, speaking of money and relief, um, seven Republican-led states are suing the federal government to overturn the student debt cancellation. So um the Biden administration recently said, you know, um students can get um ten thousand, ten to twenty thousand depending on situation, depending on, you know, where they got the loan from of their student debt cancelled, you know, drop in the bucket. But seven Republican-led states have decided to sue the government to change that policy. Now, um, what was fascinating was this started with a lawsuit from an Indiana lawyer who said, um, if he gets this debt relief, it's considered taxable income and therefore he's suing the government for giving him money that he's going to be taxed on it would increase his it would increase his tax bill um so um until he had to be reminded well you know the the debt relief is optional if right (laughs) if you don't if you don't want your taxable to go up don't don't take the, the debt relief but um, this 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 was this lawsuit filed by Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Carolina woohoo go misery seriously um says um the their, the student loan provider provide student loan servicer is part of the state government and there will be a drop in in government revenue if. Um, if borrowers consolidate their loans under what they call a federal family education loan program, which then the Biden administration said they will exclude that, um, which will maybe prevent the lawsuit from going forward, but over 700,000 people of the 40 million that would be eligible have now lost their eligibility uh, because of that. So once again um one party is being very clear that we want to remove continue to remove any sort of help for the people who need it most because primarily who are these who has to borrow money most of all to go to college right economically challenged um people who again because of decades and decades and decades of systemic racism tend to be Black and brown folk,
1: well, and you know coming back to you know we've we've we often refer to uh, Heather McGee and her book the Some of us and yes. um you know the the idea of solidarity dividend you know when when there is no it's it's not a zero sum game when you raise up one person or a group of people, everybody benefits so yes. It's, it also is, there also are um, some white folks, you know, that live in poverty that need the help as well, Absolutely. although it's disproportionately black and brown um, people, but yes. like, hello, you know, you raise up one and everybody is, uh, it's, it's, we are, there's such a sickness here of, in our country of, if something good happens to you, it's going to take away from me. Right.
0: Uh, Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I just, I just shake my head. I just shake my head. I know, I know. you can't,
1: you can't, you know, if you're just doing the audio, you're not watching this. It's the, the silence is Ogan and I
0: shaking our heads. We're just shaking our heads. Cause we're like, what, yeah. what, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, the debt forgiveness is such a paltry amount to begin with. Right. It really because is. Because there's, there, there are people who are, in like triple digit thousands of dollars in debt right um there and and because of compounding interests it's like they end up having to pay back if they make it two to three times the original amount that they borrowed
1: right, right.
0: so 10 grand really isn't making a big dent for a lot of folks i don't understand equivalent over this Again, i don't know
1: well here in missouri the attorney general eric schmidt who's yeah, God help us all. He's also running to be the Republican senator um, this fall. Uh, but he said he said that the forgiveness policy will worsen inflation for Americans who do not benefit from student debt cancellation. I don't think so because of what you just said. It's not that much money. They're just yeah. not going to notice it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 shift gears. Let's begin to end on some happy news. And there's no happier mu- news than uh black girl magic. Yes. Uh, two 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 black girl magic things happening. Uh you must have heard by now that the next Super Bowl halftime show uh will feature uh Barbados's own uh Rihanna. Rihanna will Yay! perform at the Super Bowl halftime show on February twelfth in 2023. Or let's be clear. On February 12th, 2023, some folks are going to play football before and after a Rihanna concert. <laughs> right, let's, just, let's
1: say how it really
0: is. Let's just be clear about yes. what's happening,
1: yeah. okay?
0: Yeah. This is yep. this is awesome. Everybody's excited about this. We're yep. pretty all hoping also some some new Rihanna music will come out of this because she hasn't released new music recently because she's been busy building, building an empire, um, especially a makeup and laundry empire, um, specifically not just for, but really an inclusive, an inclusive empire. Uh, she was one of the first. Well, she's
1: self-made. To, she's self-made too. Well,
0: she was one of the first uh, people to start a makeup brand that covered like all the shades of brown people, right? Which is which is which is white and varied. And her laundry brand also one of the first to really um include and be inclusive for all sizes mm-hmm. men and women yeah um i'd love I love her I love her shows or her, her laundry shows um where she releases new new outfits and stuff um and of course, I'm not biased because she's from my home country Barbados at all right Has no nothing, no you're
1: totally neutral right? nothing
0: to do with this. Uh, right. Also, nothing to do with the reason we picked the book that we picked. How right. the right. right. "Nothing, <laughs> not related. coincidence." Well, she... co- Coral, cor- is it? Cor- coincidence is not correlation. Is that the? Is that the thing? Right. Yeah. Two two different things all together. <laughs> oh, it's your your your. <laughs>
1: yes, my cat all of a sudden is having a fit. Sorry. I was like, you
0: probably heard the thumping, the thumping, the camera shaking. I was like, what is happening? See, even the cat's excited about Rihanna.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: everybody. Well, she, about
1: she, Rihanna. the other thing about Rihanna, too, is, um, at least from my perspective, is she, she really does bridge. She's not just this flash in the pan, she bridges, no, no. you know, generations. And, you know, um, uh, it, And I just think that's even, it's just makes it more exciting to me. It's more, you know, more inclusive, more, um, just reaching, reaching more and more people and, um, and, you know, the black girl magic that, um, doing what she did some from humble beginnings and being self-made and, um, yeah, she just. And not just and and like how we were several weeks back celebrating Serena, it wasn't just in one thing, yeah. right? It was it was okay maybe it started here, but recognizing the need to wait, I have something going here, and how do I how do I expand on that um, for everybody?
0: Yeah, yeah. And the other sort of interesting Black Girl Magic moment that happened this week was Lizzo.
1: I love Lizzo, she's my hero.
0: I love me some Lizzo too, playing in concert and at the uh, Library of Congress, a crystal flute, a glass flute that belonged to President James Madison, Madison. a fourth president who's considered, quote unquote, the father of the Constitution, uh, former slave owner, by the way, I should mention yeah. that. Um and I think at the height of of uh what is what is his estate? Um shoot, Montpellier. Um Mm. there were like a hundred just over a hundred slaves and um I think at the time of his death there were forty or so slaves. Um don't um um and interestingly enough, um I realized he did not free any of his slaves either during his lifetime or in his will in as well yeah uh so yeah short note of that so it's an interesting full circle that a descendant of enslaved individual not necessarily one from his plantation but is now an international uh phenom and body positive activist Mm -hmm. and she's she went it's called
1: it's called fat
0: justice okay Let's call it what it is then, Fat Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was in DC uh, to do a concert. I did not attend. Um, and uh, she went to the Library of Congress and they I think they shut the place down just so she could be there because the fans would have swarmed the place. And they showed her all the displays of flutes that they had and yes, they
1: have. They have a flute collection. They I have did a flute not know collection, that.
0: almost 2,000. In the Library of Congress flutes. It's yes. the largest collection in the world. Um, mm. And they gave her a bunch to play with, and um, so there's videos of this all over the interwebs. She's playing this crystal flute, which is actually when you think about it, pretty damn cool. And then at a concert, uh, they brought it out and she 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 played some notes on it too. Uh a flute made of glass is a just asking for trouble, first of all. <laughs> Don't drop it I, or be yeah. standing on some very fucking rugs. Seriously, maybe more decorative and ceremonial, but but um but yeah, but it 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 works, it's functional, it it, it plays mm. and uh um so so good for you, Lizzo, um for a just being who you are and what you do and also I guess drawing a little attention to history. Mm-hmm. I, well, I
1: yes, uh, you know, bringing marrying the past and the present, and she she shouted into the crowd, "History is freaking cool, you guys!" Right? So this this I think very unexpected collision, you know, or or yes. very unexpected, you know, the past and the present when you look at the history of this flute and who's playing it. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. That's so, definitely black girl magic.
0: Definitely, definitely, definitely. So um I think that's it for headlines today. Um some stuff you might have missed, um, some stuff that drew our attention. Um and next or next episode that we're planning on that'll be Monday, whatever that is, October the something. What is that, the second? Um, um whatever next episode is. Tuesday uh, the fourth. Tuesday the fourth. Close. Nail it. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's our book banning episode that's what that's yeah. uh you know unless something unless something really uh which is entirely possible something crazy comes up um we are going to be talking about uh book banning um and go through some of the books that are being banned and once again shaking our head in mysticism mystifying and mystery and confusion as to why some of these books are on the list <laughs>
1: Well, and ironically, some of the books are on the list, and yet we're seeing the book, the narrative of the book, the plot of the book played out real time.
0: Oh, well, there you go.
1: That's, <laughs> so that's even that's even weirder.
0: That's, Let's that's, ban the
1: book, but we're going to do what the book's saying.
0: Exactly. Anyway. On our way out, uh, holding special uh, thoughts um, for the victims of Hurricane Ian and um what was the one before that hit puerto rico uh maria maria brain fart right there um puerto rico still never much recovered underwater. from maria yep. yeah. so much underwater oh, um no not, no not maria what was
1: the one before no right before ian uh sorry how to begin with an h to go in alphabetical
0: why can't we remember these things so I bad know. isn't it terrible <laughs> can i google Did it I right now
1: Yes, please do. Like, are we're, we're on a walk of shame right now? A few headlines, oh, yeah. but we don't we, know the, we are the, what to say.
0: We are uh, Fiona.
1: Okay, Fiona. Fiona
0: yes. E F. Yeah. So that means G H. It must have been two somewhere before we got to Ian. Yeah. I think they were probably in the Pacific. Um. But anyways. Um. So so and and Hurricane uh, Ian, which just slammed into Florida and regain strength and is now turning and heading back into South Carolina. Um, just shout out for all those folks and um, please find ways that you can um, help them online. I'm sure. there's
1: And the best way you can do it is actually to give money, allow the people, the professionals on the ground doing disaster response and recovery to decide how to uh, where the finances, where those money, where the money goes. Yeah. It's one of the best ways you can support. It's not, Lots of people are like, oh, but it's not warm and fuzzy. No, but if you really want to help, send money, not necessarily to people, but to to FEMA and FEMA, the Red Cross, those that are on the ground doing the work.
0: There you go. There you have it. All right. uh, Thank you for listening. Spread the word. Let your friends know how they can find us, where they can find us. Um, We're on all the podcast platforms, and if for some reason they don't know what a podcast is, you can listen online at withloveandjusticeforall.podbean.com, and until next time, let's get our holy on.